I don't think I have a Billboard Hot 100 in me, but I'll give it my best shot. Oh, my, be- my best shot. Go on, do the Jaff rap. Rita enter scene with the president. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please stop. Please never do that again. And the hand so, thing, the, like, yeah, yeah. the, me- the metronomic <laughs> hand wave. Not getting enough lift. We need more speed. Gordy, that's a cliff. Yes, I know. That means the ground is going to end. Yes, I know. Gordon, 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 Gordon. Before there was a secret service, there was West. Jim West. Hello there, and welcome to Reviews from the Closet. I'm Rudy, one of the hosts. With me, as always, is uh, a delightful little Aussie wallaby named Jeffrey Kidd. Oh, I'll take that. How are you doing? Hello. Very well, thank you. Bounce, bounce. Bounce, correct. And uh, you've also heard there a lovely little Irish y- unicorn. Unicorn. Yeah. It's usually cherub. With yeah, it, I'm trying it? to mix things up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd like to stick with cherub. Mm. But <laughs> it's because I've got that baby face. Yes, and that big <laughs> cone sticking that, out of your head. That massive yeah. horn that I'd rather you didn't talk about. I'm very insecure about it. How are you both doing, guys? Good. Yeah, pretty good, Rudy. Thank you. Yep. Any news? We shaking there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did the microphone catch that? Yeah. Yeah? What's that? Yeah. Is that your new regime? Um, oh, th- this whole thing. <laughs> My new regimen. Do you say regimen or regime? A regime. I say regimen. <laughs> I like regime because it almost rhymes with my name. The Rasheen regime. <laughs> That's your new influencer account, isn't it? Exactly. On uh, Instagram. The Rasheen yeah. regime. <laughs> okay, guys, today's Rasheen regime. <laughs> I'd follow that. So tell me through the Rasheen uh, regime. The Rasheen regime. Um, no, it's 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 nothing really. It's just, you know, going to the gym every mm-hmm. day. You know, cutting down on sugar, yep. fat, um, eating lots of veggies. Um, in a word, Rudy, I'm feeling very superior. Mm, wow. <laughs> well, and what's in the drink? Just, it's a protein shake. Protein shake, great. Yeah. Okay. We what can move on now. What about the Jeff meth? No, the, Je- the Jeff meth is more just taking That's, it that's crystal meth. <laughs> Three beers a night, um, you know, meat at every meal. They're very different, uh, Jeff meth to the Rasheen regime. Yeah. Very different. Uh, so, Rasheen, you got a mouthful yes, of protein there. Swallowed. Oh, I certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow that protein and now let's cut to the year. The year is... A very important one. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't want to just give it away just there. Nelson Mandela steps down from his position. He did a great job, I think. Position as what? Prime Minister? Yes. Or President? Leader of the monarchy of South Africa. (laughs) Monarchy of of Africa del Sur. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The world anticipantly awaits (laughs) what will happen with the Y2K. Wow. So that gives a bit clearer as to Okay, the year. yep. And Nerve the person wrecking. associated with that year. And the person associated with Which will be revealed. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen? Don't nobody know. What happens when the clock drops to oh um, <laughs> Chaos. Who the hell cares? <laughs> Cops going to block the street. Don't stop the beat. Sorry, guys. Wise words, yep. really. Yep. Yeah. That's a, you'd be a great rapper, Rudy. Yep. More like spoken word. (laughs) Um, We get our first gay icon. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Mm, Ever. It is Tinky Winky from the Teletubbies. Uh, Who is outed as gay. What? Is it true? (laughs) In this year, Uh, apparently. He used to carry the handbag, didn't he? Because. He was the purple one, correct? He wore purple. He had a handbag and he had a triangle on his head. So that means he's gay. I would say that all the Teletubbies were pretty gay, no? Um, yeah, but some of them were girls, and girls can't be gay. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. right. So the year is 1999. It could only be. Uh, now it's 99, 10 years behind me. Another, mm-hmm. you, really, you know what I'm talking about. Um, in the year 1999, we get a few banging movies. For example, Blair Witch Project, which we reviewed. And, um, and this movie as well was released in 1999. It was definitely released. Yes, it was released, and that's all I can say about this movie. <laughs> it, um, it was made. <laughs> what was it, Roshan? 
Wild Wild West. Wiki Wiki Wild. Wiki Wiki Wild. Wiki Wiki Wild. Wiki Wiki Wild. Oh, I thought we were going to continue with the Wiki Wikis. Wiki Wiki Wild. Wiki 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 Wild. A number one film and a number one song. You don't get that often, do you? And a number one turkey. Nice little package. Yes, a number one turkey. And um, this is the freshest podcast we've ever produced because we just watched this We just watched it. Ice cold. Ice cold. We actually had it with breakfast. <laughs> breakfast and Wild Wild West. It was a breakfast Great Wild Wild West combination. combo. Yeah. Might I recommend A classic it. combo. And I um, woke up with a string on my step. Once we watched Wild Wild West, I was deflated. <laughs> it's not the best way to start the day. No. Um, or any day. Rasheen regime doesn't recommend no, Wild Wild West. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't recommend Wild Wild West. I recommend the Will Smith back catalogue, mm. but cutting out that. In uh, the Jeff Meth, mission. you wake up with two beers, mm-hmm. chuck on Wild Wild West, and just have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the difference. Again, the exciting difference between <laughs> the, the, the Jeff difference. Meth and the Rasheen regime. I'll let the listeners decide uh, which is better. But for now, let's just jump into the movie and go to Act 1. Act 1. The year is not 1999. Let's put our clocks back to 1869 and uh, there's kind of just like a prologue before we jump into the film here. There's a cold open. Here. Yeah, yeah. There's a cold open. Here's For a, no real reason. Here's a sound you might know from the film. That was the... Mm. The big disc. So, <laughs> the, I said disc. The big disc. <laughs> the big dick on, so, on screen. Anyone remember Pogs? Yes. Yeah. So that the of big course. the big disc reminded me of you know the slammer that you'd slam down onto the pogs. I never played pogs. Uh, okay, so you'd get like the <laughs> the sort of the plastic pogs that you'd have to pile up. Then you'd get like a metal <laughs> slammer, and then you take it in turns. You have to slam it down. Then if you knock some of the pogs off, you get to keep the pogs that you knock off. Right. And like the slammers would get more and more intricate, and sometimes they'd have like pointed ends. Right. So I think they'd basically stolen that design from pogs, which were very popular. About four years before they the ripped film off came the pogs. Well, they ripped out. Not only did they rip out a beloved American show from the sixties, <laughs> they ripped off a beloved children's <laughs> toy from the nineties. I 90s. wouldn't put anything past this. Movie. So this is a, a sharpened pog that is it's just called a slammer. A slammer. Sorry. Yeah. So pogs are what you try and get. The slammer is what you knock the pogs with. Flying through the air, and we see a very bewildered, frightened scientist, I believe, mm-hmm. running through cornfields. Mm-hmm. He's got a silver magnetic contraption around his neck, and he can't get away. What happens next? Head is gone. Head is gone by the slammer. Head's gone. Uh, and he is his head is collected by a southern man. A southern gentleman. And we're given no more clues than that. Cut to a great title sequence. Is it? It has three different songs <laughs> in the space of about and it, two and minutes. And it doesn't like build any atmosphere no. or like no. hints as to what the film is about. It could have been about a film set in the 80s, the 90s, right. or possibly even the noise. <laughs> possibly even yeah. the noise. It's a big old mess. It's an I indulgent think. title sequence. So we get our stars' names. And so in that, in that way, it works quite well with the movie because the movie is extremely indulgent and not very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, after this... Very lengthy, and I imagine in the cinema, as it was at home, boring title sequence. We cut to the current day. Mr. Smith. 1999. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Smith, as his... The first line of dialogue is actually, I'm here with the legendary Captain James oh, West. Yeah, the, the laziest scriptwriter yeah, ever yeah. when you got to like introduce the character so big as Will- a legend. Big Willie style is Desnudo. He's naked, swimming in a water tank. Mm-hmm. With a beautiful lady. With a, with with a lovely with woman. With a southern beauty. He continually calls Darlin. Darlin. <laughs> the only point in the film where really Will Smith has like a southern role. And they're just having a good time out there. They're swimming around. But uh, lo and behold, their intimate moment is ruined by the arrival of some strange men on horseback. Well, just something I wanted to um, bring up before that is she is begging him to take a night off work. Yeah, he, he, uh, he can't stop. He can't can't put the gun down, can What he? his job is, is unclear. But she's begging he's him. He's always working. Yeah. Um, and it, while he's snogging her, he's also looking out the window. Um, and well, then the, the eye hole, and yeah. then like turns his the face gl- away. The glory hole. <laughs> Why is that glory hole the there? World, <laughs> yeah. That's the world's highest glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> turns his face away, but then continues to like make the kissing like yeah. mouth mm. motion to signify it's a comedy. Yeah, but as if she w- wouldn't realize that he's not <laughs> kissing her because he's still doing the motion. Yeah, he's uh, he's preoccupied because the men that have just arrived are famously associated with. Bloodbath McGrath. Mm-hmm. I really want to call that Bloodbath McGrath as the film, but uh, 
So yeah, they're they're the associates of the former Confederate general. Oh really? Who Big Willie has a bit of beef. beef oh, I didn't with, know that. As we find out, it's not explained very well. It's not explained very well at all. No. I'm just reading this from from my phone. Yeah. Um, Thank but God it's not it's chat. not long until uh, Darlin has to get out of that water tank because one of the horses. Well, not through choice. Not through choice. One of the horses breaks the legs. Mm-hmm. Big Willie literally comes out with his Big Willie, falls naked in front of the men, mm-hmm. and uh, a fight. A bit of a scramble ensues. Yeah. yeah. Definitely ensued. That brings him Nude. to a brothel, right? Is it, is it a brothel? Yes. So I think it's a boudoir. Oh, it's a boudoir. Okay. <laughs> like, no, it's like a burlesque uh, show. Okay. It's, it's, like it's it a Maison Derriere. Yeah, Maison Derriere from The Simpsons. Gotcha. Exactly. Yes. They put the spring in, where are they? The Wild Wild West. The Wild, they Wild are West. In, I think they're in Louisiana. They I put the say. spring in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. So um, I love, actually, no, love is the wrong word. <laughs> I want to note the fact that the film is called Wild Wild West. It's set in the West, and our protagonist is called Jim West. Jim West. Jim West plumbing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, Rudy, what was your take on that? You think his, his name's more of a plumber? More of a plumber than yeah. a <laughs> swashbuckling. Jim West, uh, it really yeah. is. Then a shoot first, ask questions later. shoot first, ask questions later, Civil War hero. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Jim West goes to inspect the plumbing of this boudoir come brothel. And um, it is it is a nightmare. And he- There's garters. <laughs> Blocking all the pipes, <laughs> pubes in the plug holes. <laughs> what kind of a brothel is this? <laughs> um, he quickly spies one bloodbath McGrath, bloodbath McGrath, being seduced, being seduced by, by a g- very manly looking um, <laughs> right. yeah, prostitute who is clearly a man, quite a burly prostitute. Uh, yes. And again, nothing against men who dress as women, nothing. but this is clearly a man. And somehow is fooling. But yeah, all no the one's supposed to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all like, wow, she, she is, is hot. Like, not, as a, not only is she hot, she's the top like, she's dog. The, she's she the cream <laughs> of the crop of all the prozzies there. <laughs> and you could, like, cut cheese on her chin. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can see. I mean, I, I, I love a good chin as well. So he takes Bloodbath <laughs> McGrath upstairs. And we see the first of many contraptions because this lass is not who she says she is. She uh, gets out her boobies. Well, below the garter are not boobies at all. It's um, a hypnotic device. <laughs> two, sorry, two round spinning hypnotic spinning discs uh, in place of tits. And um, while we're on the subject of breasts, please. I wish we played a drinking game where whenever someone mentions boobs in this right. movie, you have to drink because it happens. You would be wasted by the end of yeah. the movie. It is like so obsessed. But for some reason, they think breasts are hilarious. They think it's they're like the, the, the butt well, of the joke. I, I think breasts. this is like pitched at like 12 year olds, right? Yes. Which would find that very, Agreed. very funny. Bloodbath McGrath is now under the gaze of this young lass. He barks like a dog, but then quickly the breasts malfunction. He's out of the spell. And a fight ensues. Enter Jim West from the window. Mm-hmm. It's so loose. It's so, so loose. loose. I'm I'm really giving it some credence here. It's not as as expertly as I'm, as I'm explaining. Because you are explaining that like it's an Oscar winning movie. <laughs> um, what does happen at this point? I've so they he like they break into the room next door as they're having a fight. Yes. Um, so Jim West and uh, so Artemis Gordon is the name of the man in drag. Well, let's just cut to the chase. He isn't a woman. It is Mr. Gordon himself, played by Kevin Klein. Oscar winner Kevin Oscar Klein. Oscar winner Kevin Klein. Slamming it. Oh, we also around this time get a, a little glimpse of a little lady called Oscar-winning Salma Hayek. Oscar-nominated. Oscar-nominated, pardon me, Salma Hayek, who for some reason is in this movie, which made me actually lose a lot of respect for her. Because, Why? Oh, oh, Will Smith's in it. Kevin Klein's in it. Ke- yeah, Kevin, Kevin but, Branagh. Yeah, but Will, all those roles are cool. Like, they would be fun to play, even if the movie's bad. They would be fun roles to play. This, she's like, okay, so she's in a brothel. She's an entertainer. Um, so she doesn't want to be seen as a prostitute, but they've still put her in prostitute's clothes, which she's in for the entirety of the movie. Mm-hmm. And her character is useless, does nothing, is just there as a prize to be won for the men. And then just like ha- serves no function at all in the movie. Well, like, I, I ag- just don't. I, mm. Why would you? She did complain about uh, that she was underused in the movie. I really, because well, she really was. Although to be honest, like I would keep quiet. I've been dodged a bullet. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah. didn't have too much screen time in like yeah. the second biggest turkey ever. <laughs> um, so lo and behold, 
There's a comedy of errors. They do not catch bloodbath, bloodbath, McGrath, McGrath. Another day. But there is at least one good thing now that Jim West is back on the clock and he's got his spurs back on his feet. Oh, thank God. He officially meets his partner in crime and they post-haste get called to the White House. Ah, how about this? You can come as my manservant. Oh, why, yes, Ambassador Gordon. Oh, I swears I'd be delighted. I sang, I'd dance for you, sir. Oh, and I swears none of the other white folks will know I'd rather shoot myself than play your damn manservant. Mr. Kevin Klein. <laughs> What's his name in this movie? Uh, Gordon. 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 Who, for some reason, was also selected to play the then-president... Ulysses S. Grant. I think that I like how I like how you had to look up after <laughs> Ulysses what the rest of the name was. <laughs> well, I've never heard of this president. I'm not. I'm not big on the presidents, to be honest. Uh, didn't he wear a monocle? Wasn't that his thing? Anyway, um, yeah, I like how they got Kevin Klein to play two roles, and it made me think that they blew all the budget on special effects that they had to save money on the casting <laughs> by just, getting people. It just makes me think of Eddie Murphy. He's big into dual yeah. roles. Who else does it? Like- well, there's um, a dual role that I really like, which is kind of like this, um, which you wouldn't notice unless you know, which is Jumanji, oh, yeah. a movie that I think we should review soon. Um, and it's the dad in Jumanji. It's also the hunter. Do you remember that? Okay. No, I don't, but yeah. And it's that draws some like nice parallels in Jumanji because like the the protagonist has daddy issues and then he's hunted by this guy uh, who's like played by the okay. same guy as his dad. Um in this movie it serves no purpose. It does um, not no. no. Austin Powers? Ah uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Probably that's probably the most successful yes, uh, dual yes. role. Yes. Great call. Dual roles. So President Alyssus quickly sp- he spills the beans on the plot, doesn't he? Scientists all over the country are going missing. Scientists. We need our scientists. We don't know where they are. We think Bloodbath, Bloodbath, McGrath, McGrath is involved. You've got one week, gentlemen, dismissed. And thus <laughs> sets off in action the second act. I don't know why they've got one week. I think they do also vaguely mention that they want to meet the boys back in one week for the opening of the Transcontinental Railway. Ah, which then comes back. Which okay. does come back. Oh, okay, I didn't... Gotta follow. be honest, I do love a good Transcontinental And there can railway. be absolutely no cock-ups. <laughs> this Transcontinental Railroad is very important. Well, I do feel, I need to stress that again? <laughs> I feel like this movie um, features a lot of like nice concepts. Yeah. You well, know? It was all concept and no... It was all concept, concept. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all style. Um, and really not that well, well so not that good at the style. Speaking either. of style, um, the president does gift them a head of one of the scientists. A man's head. A man's head, as Will Smith comically says four times over. Four times. Um, mm. I think that was one of the scenes they probably reshot to inject more comedy because that was knee-slapping funny. Oh my God, it was so not funny that it was actually cringy because you could tell it was being played for laughs. So this is the scene when they've got this, yeah, this man's head and they're... They've got a contraption which plays back the last memory of the man's head. Well, they say that the last image of your life is burned into your into, retinas. As we all know. Yeah. So as as science dictates, you can That's, clearly just project yeah. light through someone's eyes once but, they're dead. But they, so that meant they sliced off the back of his head and removed his brain in order to get the light through. I suppose so. so. If, if it was just his head, it's pretty then like, how would like shining light into the back of the head? You'd have to cut yeah. the head in half. Then projected through the eyes. And they just kept the face because and why they just not? Kept the face, that yeah. would have ruined Will Smith's hilarious line, though. It would have been, that's that a is, man's That is head. half of a man's head. Excavated <laughs> of his brain. Hollowed out. <laughs> that is half of a man's head. Excavated of his brain. Hollowed out. That is half a man's head. Excavated of the brain. Hollowed out. <laughs> but you could have had fun with that, like where you put the stress, because it's quite a long... Yeah. <laughs> he could have workshopped yeah. that. Though. Yeah, instead he That said, is half a man's head. <laughs> hollowed out and projected on the back of his head. <laughs> See, look, we, we can yeah, already tell how we can improve it. Yeah. I think we've just fixed the film. Rudy, I Maybe. think you should have written more well, last I'm going to actually write some fan fiction. <laughs> but well, the only thing that's different is the gags are slightly tweaked. Um, is it going to be where the um, the two Secret Service agents hook up? Yeah, Jim, yes. Jim well, I would have also... Well, he's in drag. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, what would have been hilarious in 99 was for like Will to hook up but then only become apparent to him that it's a man in drag and then get really 
freaked out. That's that's such a good setup. And that would yeah. have been quite progressive. Yeah. But that's not the movie we watched. Well, no. a, a, bold, a bold That's star. not the movie that Barry Sonnenfeld <laughs> directs. Hot off Men in Black. He couldn't, he couldn't say no to anything. A full penetrative scene uh, at the start in, in the water tank would have been a good, a good intro to the movie. So the head duly shows Bloodbath, Bloodbath, McGrath involved. So they are going to catch up with him once more. When they look at the image that they project through the guy's eyes, uh, they zoom in and <laughs> Bloodbath McGrath just so happens to have an invite hanging half out of his pocket. Yeah, that right. <laughs> explains where he's going to be. It's perfect. <laughs> so they're on the way to the ball. So they've, and we've set up that it's the odd couple, like buddy cop yes, kind of set up. Yes, well, as, as one, like Will Smith is freewheeling, just goes with it. Everything works out all right. Uh, Artemis Gordon is really uptight, obsessed with gadgets. Hates violence, likes mm. to beat people through like scheming and contraptions. Whereas Smith is much more like uh, squashbuckling. He's a real man. It's very brains versus brawn. But yeah, yeah, classic um, old couple. Yeah. And I would say that I think in an alternate universe, Mr. Gordon is related to one Professor Brainard. Professor. What do you think about that? Brainard. They're both a bit absent-minded. I don't love think Gordon's gadgets. absent-minded though. No, not like Brainard. Yeah, but I think they. I think Jeff's got a point. I think they're both obsessed with um, spring-loaded contraptions. They are who isn't? I mean, <laughs> who isn't? But they both have a problem with it. <laughs> Just a couple of hours a day, fine. They've t- they've taken it to an unhealthy level. Anyway, they're always spring-loaded. Act two. So once train. the president dismisses them, they're on the train. And they're on Gordon's train, travelling down to uh, wherever it is they're going. And his train, oh, right. yeah. his so train is just... a very opulent train. It's, it's loaded with gadgets. He loves a gadge, doesn't he? <laughs> again, who does not? <laughs> yeah, but again, it's too much. And um, I also wanted to ask you guys, what do, what do you think there are more of in this movie? prostitutes or spring-loaded contraptions mm. or and, spring-loaded prostitutes and isn't that interesting that they might be equal <laughs> that there's a movie where those two things are equal it's a movie so devoid of plot that they just had to chuck yeah. in as many spring-loaded spring prostitutes kill a bunch of prostitutes give it some life give it a bit of energy <laughs> can we put like a boxing glove on the end of a spring-loaded contraption <laughs> yeah let's do that one of my favorite lines of the movie actually comes from one of these spring-loaded prostitutes uh she is an asian woman let's get that straight she meets Mr. West and says, Ooh, Mr. West, lovely to meet you. It seems it's East meets West. Oh. Uh, and we then shortly find out her name is East. Miss East. Miss East. Miss East. Why, oh, what? by the way, my name is Miss East. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm from the East. Oh, and just before that, so by way of introduction, uh, Jim West goes, My name's West. Jim West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, unironic parody of Bond. Yeah, who does he think he is? And I mean, this is the start of his hat fetish, yes. where he's wearing, what is that, like a bowler hat? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like a jaunty angle, which he absolutely loves. It really reminded me of Little Nas X in his Old Town Road aesthetic. Anyone of I don't know that rapper? That no? No. Biggest song of this year? Wow. Let's move on. Oh, okay. Do you think that's a direct allusion well, to this film? Potentially, Little Nas X. I'm going to have to tweet this at him. Um, was inspired by young Will Smith because he was uh, shirtless but had the cowboy look going on, which was very. So was Will Smith road. the first person in pop culture to like wear a hat jauntily? To wear a hat, I, th- I think so. <laughs> there are many times in this film where he like aff- fixes his hat perfectly. Mm. It's got to be at the angle. It has to be a, a sort of 45 yeah. degree angle. Yeah. It's at this point. East meets West oh. meets. The film's villain. Loveless. He, he, he'd probably call like a 45 degree angle the will angle. <laughs> I've met him new angle, the will angle. Isn't that just a 45 degree angle? But it's, no, it's the will angle. It's all one word, the will yeah, angle. The will angle. I got a new album drop in, the will angle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hotly, hotly anticipated to Willennium, the will angle. He was given complete creative freedom. <laughs> Unwisely. <laughs> I created my new angle. <laughs> well, that'd be like also possibly a Will I Am project. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a co production between Will Smith and Will I Am. Introducing the Will Angle. <laughs> the long awaited collaboration. The long awaited new angle. <laughs> we've only, for, too, for too long, we've only had 360 degrees of angles. <laughs> Introducing the Will Angle. <laughs> I don't get it. It's still within the 360 degree sphere. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Will I Am song where he references trigonometry? Ah, uh, well, that is actually from Mick Jagger at the end. <laughs> oh, uh, you're one of your faves. One of yeah. my favourite songs, uh, The Hardest Ever, T H E. Which, if no one has seen that, 
Go to YouTube immediately. Go to your type nearest in, device. Stop this podcast. Type in the Put down hardest, your protractor. The hardest ever. <laughs> oh, you'll find a treat for the eyes and the ears. These breasts are a work of art. Aesthetically and scientifically perfect. They look like shit. Going back to the film for just one moment. Um, if I, we have to. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I think we do, do we have, have to, to. Just for a second. For some reason, uh, at this ball, they stop the music. A big head, I believe, of Abraham Lincoln is rolled out. Yeah, big foam head. A big oh, yeah. foam head of Lincoln. And they all play Twist and Shout and everyone enjoys it. <laughs> it's not Ferris. No, this head actually explodes. And little do we know, inside is a man who kind of looks like Abraham Lincoln. but He's a knight of the realm. <laughs> he has very much more of a confederate tinge. He is none other than Dr. Arliss Loveless. Played by Sir Kenneth Branagh. Oscar winning. Knight of the Realm. Kenneth. Kenneth Branagh. Knight of the Realm. Fucking. (laughs) Who's missing half of his body. He was knighted for services to steampunk. (laughs) But thankfully, yes, has the most steampunk. (laughs) The Queen is a massive fan. (laughs) For the 1800s. The Queen's favourite movie as well. She has appalling taste. She has no taste. (laughs) Whatsoever. Like, yeah, have you seen Buckingham Palace? It's so gaudy. She hasn't quite been the same since the year 2000. I think that's why. Well, similar to the Queen, Dr. Loveless is pissed that he lost the Confederate War. Um, he also lost two legs, 35 feet of small intestine, mm-hmm. and a bladder in said mm. war. Wow. But uh, luckily, he is a man of the tech, yep. of 1800s tech, powered by L- steam, leg tech. powered by punk. So he is uh, half a body in half a wheelchair. Touch them. I'm not touching those things. What are you afraid you're wrong? Touch my breast. Just one. Touch one. Okay. Are you happy, Gordon? I'm touching your breast. I knew it. Wait, wait, wait. Squeeze it gently. Not that hard. Now you've shifted all the buckwheat around. Buckwheat? That's your problem. Two things that I think we um, skipped over just before we delve into Loveless that I just want to bring up. Two scenes. Um, One, there is a scene where Mr. West and Mr. Gordon are comparing fake tits. Yeah, which Just wanted to bring is, that um, and they get overheard by the surly train conductor. Yeah, who thinks that they're gay, which was obviously hilarious. Call back yeah. to Independence Day. Day. I yeah. will say one thing. Uh, so Gordon has been filling his fake breast with buckwheat. Mm. And Will does have a good point that water would be a better substitute. Yeah. So, I mean, that needed to be in the film. I or think like that a is a very good sand. point. Yeah, because Jim West is obviously the ladies man that knows what a boob feels like. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it feels like water. Whereas Gordon's probably only seen one in a drawing. It feels like water. Uh, for me, the best... Uh, it feels like best, a bag of sand. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing that I wanted to bring up was Miss East. She says to meet him in the foyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't speak French. was like his quip. Yeah. The, the foyer. <laughs> yes, because she's one of, uh, one of Loveless's lackeys. But Loveless is there to introduce a big piece of tech. It yeah. is his big piece of tank. Yeah. He's designed a big tank um, and he's very proud of it. It has cannons. Um, and everyone knows that shit, this is actually quite advanced technology for 1860. Mm, steampunk. Yeah. But uh, steampunk was way ahead of its time, as we all know. He's a villain powered entirely by steam. Don't you just hate that song? The ball kind of wraps up and we leave it there. But Jim West knows something's up. So he actually finds in Loveless's office a map to something going on that night. And we later see that it's a rendezvous between Bloodbath, Bloodbath McGrath, his soldiers and Loveless and his cronies. So Loveless has said, boys, meet me out in the paddock, 10 p.m. tonight sharp. We're going to take this confederacy back. I think it's time for another war. Everyone's hyped up, but lo and behold, it's actually a trap. trap. So wait, can you explain the trap to me? So I didn't fully get it. Yeah, so Loveless is pissed that they lost the confederate war. And in his view, McGrath didn't do enough. Okay. He rolled over, Mm -hmm. even though he's now kind of got like a shitty ear and a shitty eye. He didn't do enough. This is what you get for crossing me, mate. Uh, so So Loveless whacked... Um, McGrath's men. Correct. He okay. uses his tank because for they weren't practice. because they weren't hard enough. He yeah. wants to wipe them out, basically. So when Mr. West finds the map, he is ambushed by men who were previously disguising themselves as paintings. 
Yes, we're going a bit back and forth here, but that was one of the well, most what is, the fuck moments of yeah, the whole The film is very back and forth. The yes. fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, we're meant to believe this whole time that inside the paintings in for the office hours. of Loveless... They must have been in those positions for hours. Been these motionless people holding real weapons and reenacting the actual scenes that their paintings show. Yes. Um, and then the optimum yes. moment, they all jump out of the paintings and whack him. They're bad at whacking him, though, aren't they? They're bad at whacking him. As we see throughout this film, no one can whack Mr. West. Mr. West, please no more today. Wake up, Mr. West. And I was thinking, like, when when you just have one bit of surrealism in an otherwise fairly conventional film, it just doesn't work. You need need to go all in or not. Well, you you made the great point before, Rudy. Like, even though it is a bit tongue-in-cheek, it also is a bit serious. Like, it doesn't commit either way. Exactly. Because it's obviously so historically yeah. inaccurate and technologically but it, inaccurate. But it's supposed to be like a goofy comedy. Right. And then if you have like real bits of surrealism, it's like, well, that's just like doesn't go together. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think it's quite funny on Wikipedia that this is described as an American steampunk Western action comedy film. <laughs> like, could you get any more subgenres than that? Right. Just uh, stacked on one on, on top of one another. They, it was just muddled all the way through. And no more muddled than the character of Salma Hayek, whose name I can't remember. Because she was just that. Uh, that I wrote it down. Rita. Uh, Rita, Rita Escobar. Escobar. Rita. Miss Escobar. Because they pronounce it Rita. And it's so close to Frida. And that was obviously... Rita Escobar. Frida. Didn't um, Selma Hayek play Frida in a yeah, film? Yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. Um, so uh, Rita is being held in a cage for some reason. Because she, at one point in the movie, says that she doesn't want to do work that's horizontal. She's a performer. Mm. She's an entertainer. Entertainer, sorry. Um, Only entertaining vertically. And <laughs> I'm an Oscar-nominated entertainer. <laughs> a vertically exclusive entertainer. <laughs> the classiest kind. Um, so she gets rescued from this cage by Mr. Gordon, who develops like a bit of a thing for her. Yeah. And she also really plays up to that. Doesn't she just? Yeah. She gives him the little like puppy dog eyes and all of that and pushes her tits together quite a lot. I mean, they're in a corset, so it's not hard. She ends up being this sort of, this willing participant in their adventures because she's got some beef that I don't know. I, she's I, got Yeah, some the backstory is not really explained. She, she wants to be with them for some reason so she can get vengeance or she can like get someone released or rescue her father. Oh, she, she, well, she, she literally gets dropped into the middle of the plot between the two of them mm-hmm. via a spring. Right, she um, she literally so, yeah, is delivered some, from somehow heaven. comes through the roof of the train. Exactly, yeah. but they actually quickly catch up with Loveless, who they're chasing down after this massacre. Yeah, and it's actually Reese's fault that they get captured once again. Of course, it's Reese because well. she uses, uh, I guess, in fear, she uses one of the uh, pool balls that has been subbed out with some sleeping gas, and she just presses it while all three of them are in are in view. And oh yeah! The next moment, we're all tra- we're all trapped. The two boys have the magnetic collars from the start of the film around their necks. Oh, and is on um, the train. Just so the audience wouldn't wouldn't know what that was, Gordon had to say, "This is the exact same thing Morden was wearing when he was found dead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember now that scene from forty minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that uh, that prologue was there for a reason. It's me, dear friend. Alive and kicking. Well, alive anyway. <laughs> we may have lost the war, but heaven knows we haven't lost our sense of humor. No, not even when we lost a lung, a spleen, a bladder, two legs, 35 feet of small intestine, and our ability to reproduce all in the name of the South? Do we ever lose our sense of humor? They outmaneuver the bog slammers. Oh, that's right. By jumping in a canyon, and the two bog slammers uh, crash into one another and explode. Luckily, they fall into a bog, and from there, I feel like I wish Will they just got trapped in that bog. Well, I feel Will Smith really like like that was his peak performance when they got into the bog. You had the Will Smith eyes. He was somehow wearing the jaunty hat. Mm. There was lots of jokes about the magnets changing polarity and getting stuck to one another. Yeah. 
Uh, bit for of me, fellatio. This, this was the best bit. Yeah, the whole yeah. film. That was, you think that was the best bit of the whole film? Rudy's all about fellatio gags. I'm, yeah. all, about fellatio anything gags. From this I'm all about two guys being awkward of intimacy. Oh, yeah. And it, well, that just gave like because um, Smith's got range, and this allowed him to express that range. But that's the thing; he was just playing Will Smith as per. Yeah, yeah I mean, as per <laughs> in the nineties. Luckily, their their heads are intact, but they do have to spend the night in the desert. But we get a bit of what I would call character development. Uh, we learn that Will knows a lot about the desert. Actually, he was raised by Indians. He grew, raised by wolves. He, which is a bit strange, as as Gordon points out, for a Negro like himself. Oh God. They're <laughs> just such so, like on the nose They dialogue. just are so blasé about using um, that word in this movie. It does refer to a tragedy in West's life that we did kind of skip over in that his real biological family were straight up massacred in the New Liberty Massacre. Yeah, again, something very serious just thrown into this goofy buddy flick. Yeah, well, right. to, to give it more purpose, this is why he's on his uh, uh, revenge. And that's why Bloodbath, Bloodbath McGrath had the nickname because he was the supposed perpetrator. Alas, we actually found out in his dying breaths that it was that said tank cannon loveless contraption that killed everybody Will Smith ever knew. Everybody. Except for the Indians, which I presume are still living. Yeah. Um, so he does definitely have some beef with Loveless. He's got Rita. He's going after the president. I think it's time for us to go to Spider Cannon and sort all this bullshit out. Let the party begin! Lo and behold, the next scene, <laughs> they go to um, the canyon where Loveless is, is operating. Spider Canyon. Spider Canyon. <laughs> And he's built um, a city, what they refer to as a city. It's just a collection of buildings. And then... Well, um, otherwise yeah, known any, as a city. Any city is a collection of buildings. <laughs> it's just a collection of buildings, no, infrastructure, a, a local economy and people. Did it... No, um, so... The, well, did it um, have a cathedral? Rashid, I'm sorry, I had to outfact you there. So the, <laughs> the Millennium Cities Act of 2000 in the UK formally abolished the need for a city to have a cathedral. Well, oh. that was in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. So uh, this film anyway. is set in 18 fucking 69. Yeah. So put in, that in your pocket. In America, where I doubt they have that requirement. Yes. That's the, that's They're the UK Christian, thing. aren't they? <laughs> no, uh, cathedral is Catholic. You don't know that in a Christian country. Um, it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we can all agree on, it's all Jesus. So Loveless has built a cathedral, a lovely cathedral. Not a city. <laughs> um... And he's basically used this canyon as his base to create a huge mechanical spider. As the name would give away. <laughs> he couldn't do it any other it's way. It's massive. And <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite character of the movie. <laughs> it's massive. I've never seen anything like it in any movie. A massive just mechanical spider. This is just the point where the director just wants to take the piss to the next level. Or they just had a lot of budget left over. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of budget left over from the, at the time, most expensive film ever made. Mm. Exactly. Like, they didn't need to do this 10-story tall spider. No. Yeah. And yet they did. Did they, they learn nothing from Waterworld? <laughs> right, throwing money at a, at a bad script does yeah, not make yeah. a good film. I don't think anyone learned anything from Waterworld. The spider sort of steps over them. He does step over <laughs> Luckily. Yes. Uh, yeah. Luckily. And uh, heads on to target Ulysses S. Grant. He's formally the inaugurating the trans uh, persona. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. You know, they call that the golden spike. The golden... Ah, is that's that a real thing, nice? is it? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice little touch. Thank yeah. you. I didn't make it up. Um, <laughs> didn't you? So... I like that the cross-dressing comes back <laughs> because yeah. the spider pulls up, he reverse parks it, and he says, Mr. President, come on, come with me. And then, lo and behold, another bloody president comes out, doesn't he? Yeah. So it's the president's body double for no reason. Mr. Again. Gordon. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Loveless does the only reasonable thing. He just kidnaps them both. Kidnaps them both, yeah. <laughs> so he didn't really prevent anything, and we are en route to the big master evil plan. It reminded me of the two crusties. <laughs> ah. Wait, I'm seeing double. Four, Four crusties. Mick Casa, I sue Casa. Can any of you explain to me what Lovelace's motive is? Well, you might have been wondering, hmm, why are there French, Spanish, British people all just hanging around at this mm. ball? That would never happen. And a satisfying answer does come in this third act because Mr. Lovelace has his ultimate plan. He is hell-bent on destroying the Union. So Aren't we all? He wants... <laughs> oh, did I just say that? <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> his evil Get scheme for treason. is to create the United Divided, splitting the land of the continental United States 
between said countries. Spain, France, whoever the other ones were. Mexico, I think, was involved. Northern Ireland. <laughs> so he basically gives a bit of land here, a bit of land there. Even gives himself a little bit loveless land. So it's a little piece for him to retire on. He's, he is one day away from retirement. That's why he's so reckless. <laughs> he's going to retire was, in Oregon. Where was loveless land? Was it northwest? Yeah, it was So like we had like Washington, Washington State, yeah. uh, Oregon. Yeah, beautiful, Ooh, lovely. Beautiful piece. Burdant. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Pacific Coast. He really, he really splashed out, yeah, didn't yeah. he? He did. Um, and I quite like this evil scheme, if I'm honest. But you know who doesn't like it? The Mr. President himself. He will not sign anything. He will well, not like, give up. I, yeah, I couldn't understand why uh, Loveless was so obsessed with getting him to sign. Just kill right. him. Well, he's already take like, over the union. He's literally yeah. ripping up the Constitution. Yeah. Why is he's he so... He's obsessed with red tape. He's following yeah. the letter of the law to get the president's like, basically to bow the knee. It's like, why do you just shoot him in the head? But before he can even shoot him in the head or to sign the parchment... There is another bout of cross-dressing because who comes to save the day in drag? Possibly the weakest resolution to a climax of a movie ever. <laughs> it is Big Willie style, dressed in an Arabic sense. And doing this noise. Mm. So yeah, You I, could say East meets West once again. <laughs> you, you really could. Um, I love that don't. nobody in this film can tell the difference between a man and a woman. Yeah. yeah they're like, wow, what a sexy woman whose eyes I can only see. Yeah, so um, she sure has big feet. So Will's kind <laughs> of And that like, Adam's apple. Will's kind and of that five o'clock shadow certainly gives her a, an exotic tinge. <laughs> an exotic hue. He, he's halfway like belly dancing. And for some reason, like this Arabic music comes on, and as Roisin says, the only thing to like give him any like commitment to the role as an Arabic kind of sexy woman is his noise. Yeah. He's got he's got like like this yeah this purring throughout. Yeah, and uh, I I just want to bring up at this point um my favorite fact about this movie please that Will Smith chose to play this role over Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, he did. So. He read both these scripts. He had them side <laughs> by side. Probably around this time in the Matrix, what would have been happening? This is probably the part where they rock into and with their oh, yeah, with their the big bank. trench coats. Yeah, the bank with their guns uh, around the same time as he's supposed to be dressing <laughs> in drag to entice Loveless. And he pointed to the script of Wild Wild West and he said, that one. Oh, take it. I think he knew he could get a number one song with this one more than The Matrix. Oh, they so they think, wouldn't give him song rights. Well, I don't know, but like that's where I reckon his head was at. It's like, which one can I rap over? I'm going to steal Stevie Wonder and go with Wild Wild West. I think he could have done a Matrix song. <laughs> what, what would you do? We're going to the Matrix. <laughs> take the red pill. You got the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> Act three. Act three. He is currently belly dancing. and <laughs> Going he... back to his, <laughs> his lowest ebb um, in cinematic history. And his tits start to gyrate. Trying that's, to that'll again... be the water. Sorry? That'll be the water. More buoyancy. Ah, yes. That'll yeah. be the water juggling it along. But it is, it is, it is an attempt to uh, get Loveless under the spell, which he nearly does. But uh, he, he points the tits in the wrong direction. Loveless is out of the spell. Chaos ensues. Oh, he was trying to hypnotize him. He was trying to hypnotize uh, him, that, yeah. At that point, just wasn't making sense. So anything. the yeah. idea was to hypnotize him so and then use Gordon's the, the flamethrower, yeah. which was built into the tits. Got it. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they were filled with gasoline. That would have been a nice, yeah. like, tit substitute. Anyway, needless to say, nobody gets killed. <laughs> Everybody escapes, and we move on to the next scene, which is back on the, the spider deck. Now touch my breast. Ooh, yeah. Now that's what a breast is supposed to feel like. It's also important for us to note that we watched this film in two parts. It was that just kind of long-winded. So long. We did the 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 half day, half night situation. We started at night time. We had a sleepover just for Wild Wild West. Yeah, and uh, we had to truncate that sleepover because it was just so fucking long and boring. But uh, I will say the second half was much better than the first. And because here, it was closer to the end. Because it was closer to the end. Yes. You could feel the end. But here at the end, we are on the spider deck, as I like to call it. All our main characters are lined up like ducks in a row. Will Smith gets jettisoned to the second deck. He has to fight off a few cronies here and there. Um, he says, 
No More Mr. Knife Guy. guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, so Knife Guy and Sword Guy were added after test screenings. um, Are you joking? They they found it confusing that West and Gordon were only fighting against Loveless's attractive women uh, drivers. Uh, Yeah, right. Yeah, and they found like two men fighting against women, like an odd climax. Ah, I see. That's why they added Mr. Knife Guy and Mr. Sword Guy. Now touch yourself. Oh my God, I'm hard. Loveless reveals he's got these like mechanical legs that are just like mm. so out of proportion. Which, which he was body. saving until the third which act. Which he was saving, but he's, and he's got four of them. So he just springs them out. Uh, actually, they're not spring-loaded. They sort of unfurl yeah, they're like out of steam, his body. Yeah, like compression or something, yeah. yeah. Love steam. They're powered oh, by pneumatics. <laughs> so him and Mr. West start having a showdown. Gordon sort of gets involved. He doesn't shoot Loveless because he's not that kind of guy, but he shoots his a knee. He, <laughs> he shoots, shoots his, a, his spider knee. Right in the mechanical knee. And it sort of bursts and ruins his legs. I like this part. Mr. West says to Gordon, your chivalry is about to be tested mm-hmm. because a woman comes along, a sexy woman, trying to kill Gordon because he's chivalrous. He can't directly kill her. Right. So he dances around her and then she just like throws herself <laughs> on the spider because yeah. she's an idiot. He's so evasive that she just falls to her death. Yeah. She just throws <laughs> unless, herself Unless off. he hypnotized her, maybe, oh, with maybe a hypnotic dance. I didn't see any breasts mm. besides the ones falling to their death uh, to hypnotize right. her. Gordon obviously evades the pair of tits and he stops the spider but it's in a perilous position. Yeah, it's hanging off the edge of a cliff. And it actually forces on the sub spider deck, Mr. Loveless and Mr. West to fall down to a very, very, very perilous position. So so I was thinking um, every not great film we've reviewed, this has been the climax of the first <laughs> act. So uh, Waterworld. Yeah. Wild Wild. Wild Wild. Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're Wild right. Wild Wild West. It's like, when it's a really bad loose script, it's like, oh, should we just have a literal cliffhanger where yeah. someone's holding on right. with the clip. tips of their fingers yeah, yeah. And, about, and the baddie's about to drop? Throw them off clip. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's it's either you or me or both of us. Mm. Um, Will Smith basically gets racially goaded <laughs> into making the choice of it's the both of us. But thankfully, he's got bloody hands of steel and he grabs onto a chain. Of steel. Of steel. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, saves himself while Mr. Loveless, rest in peace, plummets to his half-bodied his death. His untimely death, yeah. Bye. End scene. End fucking movie, hopefully. Well, not really. Well, we've got to we've wrap this ra- up We've got to wrap a, a few little bitties nice up. Little well, let's wrap it then. Let me wrap it. Yeah. Let me wrap it. Do, do the Jeff rap. The Jeff rap wiki, is... Wiki, 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 The Jeff rap. I would love, I would love that as if you were like, like the Bart rap, like a playful scam. Do the Jeff man. I don't, I don't think I have a billboard hot 100 in me, but I'll give it my best, ch- oh, my, go be- on. my best shot. Go on, do the Jeff rap. Rita enter scene with the president. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please stop. Please never do that again. And the hand so, thing, the, like, yeah, the, yeah. Me- the metronomic <laughs> hand wave. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff did the hand, <laughs> the rap hand. Rita enters scene with the president and the president says, boys, thank you for saving the union. You will be officers one and two of a newly created service, The Secret service, service. <laughs> what's it called no that's the name the secret service oh that is confusing <laughs> who's officer one and two that's a bit of comedy for you we don't actually know no. so um that's nice we've got a bit of a sequel coming up dependent on Fingers the, uh, the critics on the domestic and box office receipts here Selma Hayat comes back uh, yeah. Rita who, I don't know where she disappeared off to in the first place but she, she comes she comes she's back. back with a vengeance yeah. she comes back and she says oh remember that guy I was trying to rescue who I said was my dad oh he's actually my husband yeah. and then she goes off with him and so it's sad because They're they don't, those they boys, don't aren't get they? the woman prize yeah. like it's any movie this bad is supposed to have well, a woman and, prize and they're stuck with one another mm. and yeah. they're the original odd couple exactly. yeah. well they deserve each other and, don't and they how- and I think I think <laughs> We meet a justified end here. How does for the their, movie end, Jeff? For their semi-romantic relationship, walking off into the sunset. Riding off. Riding off, you could say. Talking about their next mission. Um, and the camera pans out and we see the wild, wild west landscape being walked over by a wild, wild mechanical steampunk the, the spider. Massive. They kept the spider. Keep the spider. <laughs> 
might come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would keep the spider, though. Yeah, obviously you keep the obviously. spider. But yeah. I'm surprised it, like they managed to fix it up, considering it was hanging off a cliff the last yeah, time right, we saw it. Oh, right. come on. Gordon's like a real whiz with his gadgets. Oh, that, he's such a whiz it. kid, yeah. isn't he? Um, so I, that, for me, was my favourite part of the movie. One, because it ended. Two, because... Just that image, like twenty foot mechanical spider walking through Utah Trudging through. into the sunset with Will Smith on top, was an image I'd never seen before in my life. Well, it's it's immediately upstaged though by the Billboard number one smash hit Wild Can you just imagine the audible groans when seeing this in theaters? Like it's tonally just all over the shop to end with this '90s like hip hop pop track. Like, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, it worked why? well with Men in Black. Yeah. Didn't it? It I, did. I, I do love, love that, that Will Smith for, like, all the films of, of this era of his career is like, I gotta have a song-film combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels like the late 90s or the mid to late 90s was the era of, like, let's just get a massive budget. CGI is now at the point where we can create, like, anything. Anything our imagination mm-hmm. uh, can think of, we can create. And that's going to be a great film. But there were just so many flops that followed that formula. Yeah. Flubber, Wild Wild West, Waterworld. It just it goes to show that I think the artistic imagination hadn't caught up with the technology right. and the money available. Um, or just good, you know, good writing. Or just good writing. Mm-hmm. So I also found interesting was Barry Sonnenfeld, the director, who also did all of the Men in Black uh, films. He started his career as the uh, the cinema one of the cinematographers for the Coen Brothers. Really. Like, where did that go wrong? <laughs> the Coens must be turning in their grave. We're not bad. <laughs> well, Men in Blacks as a trilogy, I mean, great, right? Great. Yeah, I like Men in Black. Well, I haven't I've actually seen, seen two or three. Yeah, but like Men in Black is a yeah, lovely 90s rock. It's right. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. I think Will had so much trust in Sonnenfeld that of course I'll sign up for a western steampunk yeah. romp so how many <laughs> legs of a mechanical spider would we give Wait, us? how many so there are eight legs there are eight legs yeah. of course rudy no i just wanted to make sure it's anatomically correct <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna kick this off i'm gonna give it two legs out of eight two out of eight and say this unfortunately didn't even reach the so bad it's good category no. yeah it was just like Shit. so bad it's bad and i should not be watching this yeah Good try, um, Mr. Smith. <laughs> that's your write-up. <laughs> so, write-up. I for me, uh, what was really telling was in the like the poll of the worst films of the 20th century, this came second, which like kind of confirmed it for me because I my breadth of bad film viewing probably isn't as great as theirs. Yeah. And for them to consider it the second worst film of the 20th century, <laughs> said a lot. Yeah. Uh, even like straight to video stuff clearly is considered better than this. So I would give it one spider leg. One spider leg out of eight, fair. So I'd also give it um, one spider leg. A single. I remember when this came out and I was a kid, I was like 10 years old. And there was a lot of hype around yeah, it. I couldn't it was wait Will to Smith. see it. I couldn't and, wait to see it and either. In, and in, you know, you used to have like those Saturday shows where it'd be a 30 yes. minute show just showing clips and, and, and the, the actors of the interviews. Yeah. They'd be like, this is so funny. It looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because when you're a kid, you don't know. Yeah. It is so not suitable for kids. Yeah. That was ex- it's horrible. That's exactly my journey. I watched like the preview show. Yeah. Couldn't wait to see it. I saw it one Christmas when it was one of the Christmas <laughs> films. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what is <laughs> this? I waited 10 years for this. <laughs> <laughs> So one one spider leg. One spider leg. I think both very fair so, reviews. So Jeff, what what gave it two? Well, I liked his <laughs> special facts. I liked his dastardly evil plan. Uh, I thought the, that was the best part. The of Will Angle. Will Angle. Not the Will Angle. No, the, the jaunty hat. The United Divided. I his Anastasia cool. glasses. <laughs> no, I just thought that was a cool theme, and it bumped it up a single spider leg for me. But um. I don't think two is more redeemable than one. God, one um, a spider I with think, one leg. Can you imagine that? I Ugh. think across the board. That's tragic. We didn't have a good time, but I did have a good time reviewing it with you two in this fair cabin, closet cabin. And uh, Always a pleasure, never a chore. I'd like to wrap this one up by saying, wiki, wiki, wild. Wiki, wild. Thank you for being here. See you next time. Ciao. Wiki, wiki, wiki. It's a whole new West. <laughs> Wiki, wiki, wild, wiki, 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 wild, wild, west. Jim West, in fact. Desperado, rough rider. No, you don't want nada. None of this gun in this brother running this buffalo soldier. It looks like I did done tell ya. 
told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Rough neck, so go check the law and abide, all right? Watch your step with flex and get a hole in your side, all right? Swallow your pride. Don't let your hip react. You don't want to see where my hand and my hip be at. With all of this, from the start of this, running the game, James West, taming the West, so remember the name, who you gonna call? Not the GBs. Now, who you gonna call? If you have a riff with people want to bust, break out before you get bum-rushed at the wild, wild rest, alright? Because when I get strolled and I roll and I bounce into the wild, wild west, something's definitely going down. Because we're going straight to, straight to the wiki, wiki, wild west. We're going straight to, straight to the wiki, wiki, where? The wiki, that's right, James West, Jim West, wild, wild west.